Welcome, friends. You are listening to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk to you about something that comes up regularly because I help people work on their relationship to their bodies in addition to their relationship with food. And one of the things that starts going through people's heads is the idea that if they accept their bodies, then they will no longer want to change them. And as they start to see the structures in place and the societal conditioning that we are all living in, they have a lot of guilt and confusion that comes up around wanting to still change their bodies while they're working on loving the ones that they have. So we are going to hold some space and get some clarity around the duality of both loving and accepting the body that you have and the desire to change it or have physique goals and whether or not that's okay. Just like the intuitive eating versus dieting camp, there are extremes on both sides when it comes to the mindset around these topics. But the reality is it's much more nuanced. It's like most things. It's a gray area. The question comes up in a way that is like asking for permission for wanting more while being riddled with guilt about it, as I said before, there's a little bit of a panic and confusion around body acceptance because you think if you accept the body you have now, then you wouldn't want it to be better. And that's a scary thought for you to love and accept your body and throw physique goals out the window. But even if that were true, which in most cases it isn't, isn't that the point? to be happy and in love with you, but I get it. You have a hard time imagining that you could even do that. The self-loathing around your weight and body has gone on too long and the voice is pretty loud. And then there are also people who just really enjoy working out and seeing muscle and watching their bodies change and they want to know if that's okay. And then there's some guilt around whether or not they should feel that way. I think most people that work with me are pretty clear on the idea that I am all for body autonomy, meaning you get to choose what you want to do with your body and nobody can tell you any different. So I just kind of want to break this down. There is no reason to feel guilt or shame for wanting to change your body. Two things can be true at the same time. You can love, appreciate, and accept your body where it is and still want to do work that makes you feel good and look a different way. We need to acknowledge at the same time that certain bodies are rewarded and praised in society. So we can criticize diet culture, we can make noise, we can try to change society, and also we need to be able to leave some space for understanding that we are still living in a society that makes it a whole hell of a lot easier for people that live in straight-sized bodies. It's wrong, but it's reality. No one, and I mean no one, is required to sign up for the fight. 
although I do invite you to join in it because it's much more liberating on this side, there is some pain points that we need to just be aware of. Signing up for this anti-diet fight in a straight-sized body saying that you're sick of dieting is one thing. Living in a larger body that is marginalized and stigmatized and punished in society and asking that person to sign up for rejecting diet culture is a completely different conversation because they have to decide to continue to be marginalized and stigmatized and live in that pain while they fight the good fight. So I just want you to keep that in mind as you work through some of these thoughts that I have here. Fat phobia isn't just a circle of assholes out to make people's lives miserable. It's an internalized belief on the fact that is villainized and judged in our society as a moral shortcoming and a discipline issue. The phobia is real because the consequences are real of living in a larger body. The world is unkind, just like it is in so many other ways that our biases are showing up. So when we ask someone to just love their body as is and accept them as is without that lens and without the understanding, it doesn't work. It gaslights them into thinking their issues are somehow solvable by changing their attitude and their experience is not valid or real, which is just complete bullshit. So we're not going to judge people for wanting to conform or have that version of society's, quote, better body because that is short-sighted at best. From health to acceptance to safety, there are many reasons why someone would want to choose to lose weight, even though they recognize the systems are problematic. An actual personal preference of living in a different looking body is one of those reasons. I say all of this while sitting on a mountaintop of privileged identities, white, straight-sized, education, accessibility, financial privilege, all the things which makes this conversation through my lens a bit tricky. I'll do my best here and I'm always open to your feedback. If I say something harmful, if something doesn't sit well, I want to know and I would love to hear from you. When we start having this conversation around what is society versus well-being versus preference, the waters get a bit muddy. So I'm going to offer you some additional perspectives here And then I'd love to hear what you think. The first perspective is around body acceptance versus purely physical-based preference. Let's think about something a little bit more neutral for a moment outside of our bodies because our bodies are something that is deeply personal and there's a lot of emotion attached to it where this might be a little bit easier to work with mentally. (laughs) Let's talk about where you live. Let's talk about your home. You're grateful that it keeps you warm, provides protection, and has all you need in order to meet your needs of safety and security. You have a roof over your head. All the things that keep you comfortable exist inside this home. Does that mean that you don't then appreciate a beautiful sofa? Does it mean that you don't want to hang a painting? If you do hang a painting, does that then mean that you hate the color of the paint on your walls? Or are all the things that you are doing coming from a place of giving yourself more 
making it more aligned with your own style and more of what you personally want. You don't have to hate what you have to want to continue to improve it from a place of love and abundance. It just means that you aren't walking through life waiting for a better one to come along when you finally deserve it. There is joy and acceptance in the now version of you and that version of you deserves love and respect. Now, if you never invited friends over because you didn't think your house was good enough, you were always comparing it to the neighbor's house, you didn't ever clean up, dust, do the dishes because your house wasn't pretty, fancy, good enough to deserve that care, then we are not accepting, appreciating, or respecting it. The same goes for our bodies. If you're avoiding buying colors that you love, clothes that fit, going on vacation, skipping the photo ops, and denying yourself life because you're waiting for a better body, you are not respecting it. That place of love and respect needs to be worked on first before you ever decide that you should be focused on any kind of physique-based goal because the physique-based goal is not going to guarantee you anything. Not joy, health, well-being, love, confidence, or anything else that might be living under the surface of this desire to shrink or change your body. And this leads me to my second perspective, thinking you don't deserve wellness. Wellness seems to be reserved for thin folks because anytime someone in a larger body decides to post about their wellness, it's scrutinized. It's either praised because it's around weight loss or criticized if it isn't. The scrutiny is cloaked in concern, but it's rooted in fat phobia. You would be healthier if you just lost weight. You'd be prettier if you lost weight. You shouldn't lift heavy. You should do more cardio. Nice to see those veggies on that plate. All of these things come out of people's mouths and they probably believe them to be true, but A, they are no one's business, and B, not actually true at all. Wellness isn't exclusive to small bodies, and not all small bodies are healthy bodies. So when we talk about body acceptance and someone mentions weight loss, we have all of these barriers already that we have to get through. Then the body acceptance crowd, while well-meaning, often comes in with additional criticisms of fuck the system, you're perfect as you are, don't lose weight, losing weight makes you part of the system, and this isn't exactly true either. While, like I said before, we need to acknowledge that the dieting culture and the system is a problem, we also need to acknowledge that most of us are living in it and participating in it in some way, and that that isn't completely problematic on its own, we're allowed to feel good in our bodies. This is the only life we have to live, and we should be able to live it in a way that feels good to us, in a way that doesn't make us feel like we have to hide or struggle to be the fullest expression of ourselves. That's difficult to do under the scrutiny of everyone that you surround yourself with. It leaks into all of our lives. Maintaining our bodies through solid nutrition and exercise is not only about being smaller though. It's about finding the size you live in when those things are all happening simultaneously. And wanting weight loss doesn't make you brainwashed by the system. If you're using food to cope with your emotions, stress eating, drinking your emotions away, 
living in a sedentary lifestyle full of overwhelm, are in toxic relationships and lack boundaries, if you're losing sleep, and a whole other slew of issues, you are going to gain weight. And that weight gain is not about just accepting where you are. That weight gain is your body's language saying, hello, I am not doing okay here. I'm doing my best, but I'm struggling and I need you to pay attention. The fact that it's costing you your peace is a health and well-being issue. Wanting to lose weight is probably the thought that gets you off the couch, but it's the process of untangling your relationship with food, changing how you interact with it, moving your body, and prioritizing boundaries and self-care that are the real benefits. Weight loss as a result of that is not buying into patriarchy, and it's not about not good enoughness. Instead, that weight loss is a manifestation of you giving a shit about your body to the degree that you are doing the best you can to move it and treat it with respect. And one of the ways to keep yourself in check while you're holding these dual concepts is to always be curious. This is where people get a little bit tripped up. Like, how do I know if I'm just being like brainwashed by diet culture or if I'm really doing this from a place of well-being and taking care of myself. And so you just kind of have to ask yourself some questions. Would you be doing this if you never got the weight loss outcome? If not, you need to address the way you're going about this. If your strategy sucks and there's no way in hell you would do it unless you were doing it for weight loss, you need to rethink where you're at. What are you making it mean if you have a flat stomach or you hit a goal weight? Is that finally proof that you're good enough and deserving of respect? If so, go back two steps, work on the relationship with yourself part. Are you enjoying lifting in the gym? Is seeing muscle development gratifying for you? Is it fun or do you feel obsessive? Can you skip a workout to go on vacation or do you spiral into shame and fear that you're going to lose all your gains because you decided to have a little fun instead? Can you eat a couple slices of pizza guilt-free Or do you have that worry that even a little bit of bloat on your body is a moral failure? Are you living your life in a body that you have love and respect for? Or are you waiting for the scale or some other external validation to tell you when it's okay to feel that way? I've seen enough transformations as a coach that turned right back around having gained all the weight back to know that it isn't a banging body that changes your life. So you better start living your life as your full, beautiful, authentic self right now because it's the only one you've got. You can keep the weight loss goal and that's fine. And the physique changes as a goal is valid as well. It's okay to have sculpting your body as a fun thing that you do. And when I say fun, I'm talking like it's a hobby. And I've talked about this on the podcast before. When it's not about health and it's about a certain look, it's about a hobby. And if it's your hobby, cool. But just make sure that you are coming at it from that mindset, from that headspace, from that lens that you are doing this for fun. And then decide if that's how you want to spend your time having fun. Because if there are other fun things you want to do, then, you know, perhaps obsessing in the gym about every little 
curve or bicep vein is not necessarily the right road for you to be going down. It's just about being curious and checking in with yourself about what you are making it all mean, whether you have the goal or you don't. All bodies, regardless of qualifier, deserve love, respect, joy, pleasure, and so much more. If that weren't true, then when you gained body fat, you would no longer be able to feel the warmth of the sun on your skin. You wouldn't be able to enjoy the softness of a hug from your grandma who doesn't give two shits about her belly being perfectly flat. You would not be able to melt into someone's soft arms. You wouldn't appreciate a cool breeze or enjoy the sunsets. If weight was a qualifier for pleasure and joy, life would look a whole lot different, but it doesn't and it isn't. So I want you to give yourself full permission to love the life and the body that you have and the grace to accept and enjoy the goals that you want. Lose the guilt. That's all. That's where the toxicity really lies is when you are trying to do all of this for someone else and you don't take your own preference and pleasure and joy and your ability and capacity to do all of these things into account. You can want to lose weight and change your body, but it doesn't have to come from a place of wrongness or self-loathing for the body that you currently have. That's all I have for y'all today. I hope you got something out of this. Screenshot it, share it on social media. Make sure you tag me, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this episode. Did I miss the mark? Did I nail it? Where are you at in all of this? How do you feel in all of this? What goals are you aiming for? And do you struggle with the duality of accepting and loving your body and also wanting something different for it? I want to hear from you. Check out the show notes for ways to contact me and I will see you next week. Bye.